All right, we are live. Special edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. Sunday, December 24th, 2023. Christmas Eve edition of the podcast, guys. Uh, your host is always Adam Martin. No big Marcel today. He's, uh, I think he's like the Santa Claus over there in, in Holland. So he, he's busy today. But yeah, he won't be here. But uh, we do want to wish our good friend and, and co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. Very, Merry Christmas, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, just put on a white beard, Marcel, you could masquerade as Santa Claus. But uh, I still want to do the show today, guys, just because there has been quite a few fight announcements over the past week, and especially in regards to the UFC 300. So I figured it'd be good to do a show, just go over some fight announcements. Uh, my other plan is to do next Sunday, I'm thinking about doing like a year-end awards recap for the year. So that's the plan. Just one show. I mean, it is the holidays, right? But I still want to get some content out there for you guys. Let's get to the comments here. Uh, we'll start the show in a second. We've got Sign Collectibles, Merry Christmas. You too, brother. Ray Charles, Merry Christmas to you as well, my friend. Marcel won't be here today, guys. He's, he's like I said, he's, he's pretending to be Santa Claus in Holland. So I said let's get into it, though. We're going to use his page. Uh, I'm going to go over some, over some fight announcements. Like I said, uh, it's a special edition of the show. Let's just have some fun today. And any questions, I'll answer any questions you guys have. Um, we'll just have some fun today. I'll, I'm thinking about half an hour. Um, but of course, if there's extra questions, I'll stay a little longer. No, no big deal. As long as I'm out of here by one so I can start watching the football games, it's all good. So let's start sharing the screen here and we'll get into the content for today. So let's start with uh, Marcel's page and go through the fights that have been announced last week. Because, you know, to be fair, Dana made some really good announcements this week. So let's get into them. Although I don't think the first one is. Anyways, as Marcel says, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everyone. There's his little message there. Let's get into some fights. This one's not UFC 300. This is UFC Mexico City. Sam Hughes against Yasmin Yaregui. Yeah, I mean, this is a setup fight for Yasmin to get back on track, obviously. Sam Hughes is definitely a tough fighter. I mean, she's proven that she's got good cardio, good durability and everything, but Yasmin should win this fight. I know she was knocked out in like 20 seconds by, by Denise Gomes at UFC 290. I was there for that fight. That was fucking crazy. I did not expect that. Um, she was like a minus 400 favorite and got, got knocked out brutally. So that was not good at all. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, I think, kind of fluky. I think she's still a good prospect. Like, as, you know, you guys know the UFC wants to build up these Mexican prospects. I think she's one of them. This is the fight she should win. Let's get some more comments here, by the way. Hoping you guys could do another prediction show like you did the last few years. DK is double champ, future odds. Yeah, I think so too. So I think my plan sign collectibles is to do one show next weekend, next Sunday probably as well, um, to do the awards recap. And then the first week of January, I think we'll do the prediction show. I think that makes a lot of sense because there is uh, – but, like, there's a, another week off, right? Let me check January's calendar in one second. But I know that, uh, obviously, you know, there's no event for a couple of weeks. Yeah, so um, it would be – I guess we could do it – we could try to do it next week too. I'll, I'll let you guys know, but uh, – Today, I, I won't do that. But, yeah, I mean, that that's possible for next week or the week after, actually, is possible as well um, as far as a prediction. So I think that's a good idea. Something I definitely have uh, written down. So definitely an idea. I thought for you, Adam Pereira post 3,300 30, UFC. 300 will be 30 months since Permay's debut. That's that's pretty crazy. I, I really hope this fight happens between him and Aspinall, by the way. That would be fucking awesome. I think it would be great. Hey, Pato. No, I'm not doing a podcast on Christmas. Um, I got my daughter tomorrow. I don't have her full time, as you guys know, so I have to make the most of the time with her. And the days I have her, I don't. I don't try to. I try not to work as much, uh, the least amount possible as I can. So, no podcast tomorrow. Plus, I don't think people are going to be, you know, 
like that was actually that's not fair. That's not true. People will still watch, I think, even on Christmas. You guys are MMA fanatics like me, but I just think it's better to wait till next week. Um, and to do it today. Like I said, it's one to get out of the way. Well, I can stay, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes today, whatever. Um, just want to get out of here before the football game starts at one. Do you think Holloway first gate she comes to fruition? I, I hope so. I think it makes sense. It just makes a lot of sense as the uh, BMF title fight, especially because they didn't do Sterling at Holloway. I know obviously Sterling was calling for that fight. We have another fight now. We'll talk about that fight in a second with Calvin Cater. The DXJC56, uh, I thought he meant to put 30 pounds to try to get Ray Frostball. Yeah, I, I, maybe it's got double connotation. Who knows? Anyways, let's go back to the fight announcements. I'll take the questions, guys, as, as uh, we go through here. Here's another fight. This one is like a short notice fight um, that just got announced. Josh Ban versus Felipe Bunes. And yeah, I mean, I think Van wins this fight. And to be honest, I think this is a harder fight for, for Bunes, right? Like, I, I, I was actually thinking he could beat the Bondar guy. I don't think that guy's very good. So now he's going against this, I think, one of the best prospects at, at 125. Like, I think Josh Van is really fucking good. He's looked great in the UFC. That win over Kevin Boreas was really good, impressive. And the win over Jalgas as a short notice newcomer was impressive too. So I think this guy's really fucking legit. And uh, I like him to win. I, I personally like him to win. So um, I, I, I would peg him as a big favorite in this fight. He should be like minus 300, maybe minus 400. I, I really think he like dominates this fight. This guy's really good. Um, yeah, no, I like Josh Van a lot. Hey, what's up, Beertra? Is Gaethje Holloway thing? No, it's not a thing, but it makes sense, especially for the BMF title. It just makes sense. Like Gaethje's in this weird spot right now where he wants to wait around for, for Islam, but Dana's already said that Charles is going to be next for Islam. So Gaethje, what, is he going to wait another, like, potentially a year to fight again? I don't think it's a good idea. He might. I mean, it's possible, right? Like, the, the thing is, if he loses again, then, you know, he probably won't get that title shot. Right now, Gaethje kind of does have that title shot. So I kind of get what he's doing. But at the same time, he hasn't fought since, what, July now? Since he knocked out uh, Poirier? So six months ago he fought. He's going to wait another six months, eight months, ten, ten months? Look at Michael Chandler. Look how long he's been waiting to fight Connor. That fight might not happen either, by the way. So... That's the problem with waiting in this sport. You just never know what's going to happen. Someone gets hurt. Someone gets sick. Someone gets suspended. You never really know. Uh, Yuri, I know. I, so the odds open with that fight. We'll talk about that fight in a second here. But I, I, I told my friend. I mean, he's got DraftKings. I'm like, you should hammer that. He already put it. You know, he put some money on the line. This I, mean, I think he got like plus one twenty five. I was talking to my friend the other day, and you, you know, it's a good. It was good line. I think it flips. It's already kind of flipping. Give us your main card prediction at 300. Is Yuri there? I I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, that card's going to be stacked. It might open the main card or something. Like, Yuri's a former champ. Like, again, I think he's being really disrespectful to this betting line. It's Rackage. I don't really understand the betting line here. Like, I don't – I saw DraftKings opened it. Like, they usually don't open the, the – make the openers. It's usually bet online. So, you have kind of a soft opener, I think, from DraftKings, and people are taking advantage of it. Now the line's flipping. So, he should have definitely opened as the favorite. I would have pegged him as, like, a minus one – you know, minus 140 favor or something like that. He opened as like a my, plus 140 dog. So I think the line was like literally flipped. Yeah, I saw Wilder lost. I didn't watch that fight. Um, he's also older too, right? That's the problem too. And yeah, this line's a pick him now. So if you got like the plus, what was it? Plus 140 or something at the opener? That's crazy. Rackage leg kick. Yeah, that's true. Plus his wrestling is pretty good too, right? But I, again, Yuri's a forward champ. Yuri's a beast. Yuri submitted Glover. Yes, he got knocked out by, by Pereira, um, Pereira. And I picked Pereira to win that fight coming off a year and a half layoff. But now Yuri's not coming off a year and a half layoff. He's coming off a three-month layoff. So I think he'll be, or a four-month layoff, I guess. Um, I think he'll be in a better condition to fight Rakic. And Rakic is coming off a two-year layoff. So look at that, right? All right, let's get back to the fights. 
Now let's get into UFC 300 because, uh, yeah, I mean, man, you know, this is going to be a hell of a card. This is going to be a hell of a fucking card. I do feel it's kind of strange. Cody Brundage is on UFC 300 because I don't really like look at him as like this star guy. And I kind of feel like this whole card is going to be star versus star kind of fights. But again, he is coming off a crazy knockout win that that body slam over Zach Reese, that power bomb. And then obviously Bo Nickel is probably the best prospect of 185, one of the best prospects in the UFC anyway class. So yeah, I mean, Nichols, what is he? There's odds for this. Let me check. I think he was like minus 1300 last time I checked. Let me double check right now. Yeah, he's minus 1350. So, yeah, I mean, Nichols is going to win this fight, obviously. Um, it's just kind of like intriguing a little bit just because Cody is, you know, on paper this wrestler. But, you know, other than that last fight with that crazy knockout, I don't really look at Cody as like this, you know, amazing fighter. So, yeah, I think. Uh, most likely, Nickel just dominates this fight, finishes them. That's that's probably the line you look at. Nickel by my stoppage. I'm gonna get some more comments here, guys. Rondes round one. That be that be the only way he wins. I mean, that's kind of how he he does win is round one finishes, and I don't really see it happening. I pray Cody wins for the meme. I don't see it happening. I think he gets stopped like brutal, brutal fashion. I I think. We'll probably submit some, you know, that's probably what happens in this fight. Another layup. I mean, it, it is. And I, I thought he would get a ranked guy. You know, I, I really did. Um, but they're obviously building slow, though. He's 5-0. and There are other contenders at middleweight. So I guess the UFC's like, what's the rush right now when you have Drakus, Strickland, and all these other guys still kind of waiting in line. But, but yeah. What's up, Zach? Looking festive, buddy. Hope all is well. Yeah, I'm doing well, man. Thanks for asking, Zach. Hope uh, you have a great Christmas, brother, with your family. Yeah, four and four, but I mean, one of the wins was that DQ loss. And you know what's crazy, guys, is that like Jacob Malkoon was beating the shit out of him, right? If Jacob Malkoon just doesn't be an idiot and hit him in the back of the head, he wins that fight. Cody loses that fight, and Cody gets cut. Instead, Cody gets the win, gets his win bonus, comes back, beats Zach Reese as a big underdog, and now he gets to fight UFC 300. It's pretty crazy how life works. Now, having said that, Cody's a nice guy, man. Like, Everything I've seen, all the interviews I've ever watched, all the people that I've talked to that, that know him, he's like a super good dude. I know he's got uh, two two young daughters. He just seems like a really solid guy. So that part of me, as as a dad myself, I, I, I root for these these young fathers like like Cody Brundage. Um, and I know one of his daughters like was born with some sort of illness, if I'm not mistaken, that with his uh, with his wife Amanda Cooper, the former UFC fighter. I know that they've kind of had a struggle with that. So. That part of me, you know, I talked about that when he fought Cedricus Dumas because it was a horrible performance. I'm just like, man, you know, I hate shitting on this guy because he's a nice guy, but there's a bad performance. At least now, you know, he's got some wins under his belt. So it's just kind of surprised me he's on 300. I don't look at this as a guy that should be on this card. But again, the UFC is clearly building up Bo Nickel. Marcel, what's up, brother? Happy uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, man. Like I said, Marcel, you're like the Santa Claus of uh, of, of uh, Holland. So you probably have your like, pretend white beard on. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Calvin Cater versus Aljamain Sterling. So this line also just flipped. I'm looking at it right now. Obviously, Cater opened as a dog. Um, and now the line is a pick em. So it hasn't flipped completely yet, but it, it is flipping. I, I kind of like Sterling, though, guys. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about this one? I kind of like Sterling in this fight. I know he's moving up in weight, obviously. I think it's a great fight, by the way. All the new fighting out, this one just, it's one of those ones that gets me excited, man. I mean, there's no doubt about it. This is an exciting fight. Um, you got 
the former champ at 135, taking on a guy who's a perennial contender at 145, who's coming off a long layoff. So I obviously for sure this is an easier fight on paper than, than Max Holloway, <laughs> obviously, but it's still not an easy fight because he's fighting the number seven ranked featherweight. So he's moving up in weight and taking on a guy in the top ten. Um, but at the same time, though, like as good as Cater is, especially with the boxing, we all know he's a fantastic striker. I don't know if his grappling is going to hold up to Sterling. I got to take a look at what his takedown defense is. Let me look at the number right now. I'm guessing it's like it's probably pretty good. I would guess this is my guess. It's probably like seventy percent. Let's take a look here. Calvin Cater. Um, let me take a look. UFC stats. I'm going to say seventy percent. Let's take a look. Ninety percent. Holy shit! Way better than I thought. So his takedown defense is ninety-one percent. Very good. At the same time, I'm looking at his record too, and it's like not a lot of wrestlers that he's fought. So the only guy that's taking Cater down is Zabit took him down once, and Chris Fishgold took him down once. That's not good. But again, like who is he fought that's a wrestler? I guess Hernando Macano is a grappler, and Hernando didn't attempt to take down in that fight. He just outstruck him. Let me see. Dan Ige, I mean, I wouldn't consider him a wrestler, but he does have some grappling. Ige went not 0 for 9 in that fight. So that's kind of like, I guess, like the most like similar fight, but not really. I mean, Sterling's just a much better grappler. Zabit went one for four in takedowns. Um, Ricardo Lomas, 0 for 1. Hey, the numbers don't lie. It's pretty clear this guy has got really good takedown defense. And now he's going to fight a guy who's coming up in weight. But at the same time, Sterling is just fucking good, man. He's just a great, great wrestler, great, great submission artist. I still think he gets him down, guys. I still think he wrestles him. And Sterling averages almost two takedowns a fight. So I, I think he gets him down. I, I still can't forget that fight with, with Jan, right, where he took him down and just held him in in that background for, like, most of the fight. So all right. Uh, a couple comments here. Yeah, where are you, Marcel? Where's the monster at, Hans? Nickel versus Makun would have been a way tougher fight. That that would have made sense, actually. You know, Nick uh, Makun's just a really good grappler. I like Aldo as a pick, though, guys. I, I I do. I do think he wins this fight. That's my pick. I mean, that's my lean right now. I don't think I'll change my pick. I don't I don't really see it changing. You know, I'm giving you guys my early pick in this fight. It just, when I, when I saw the announcement, I'm like, ah, eh, Aldo probably wins. You know, but again, I do like Hater, and that take, 91% takedown even doesn't lie. It's just, you have to look at who's fought, and he hasn't really fought wrestlers can't pick a winner have you, have you ever seen caregivers top grappler no that's the problem right that's a really good takedown defense imagine colby neighbors uh dustin grudrack I'll, I'll talk about ufc 300 in a second so let me just get through the next fight and then we'll, i'll go through like what i think should be on the card no i'm not watching it i'm gonna just watch football today afterwards i gotta do so i have to wrap all the presents and stuff for like uh my daughter i got her and i went i went to toys r us today guys like i, I tweeted about it Spent all this money on my dog movies, and then I'm like, oh, I'll buy some stuff for myself. They have like CDs now, so I bought a couple of Metallica CDs, pretty good. Do Canadian high schools have wrestling classes? I don't really think so. I mean, when I went to high school, I played football, I played rugby. We didn't have a wrestling team. I think there was another high school nearby that did, but I, I, I don't know anyone who wrestled. It's not really a popular sport here. It should be. You know, I'm just hoping one day it'll just be like an MMA class or something. They, they could have like high school kids. Because I think they're like, I remember there was this one guy that used to bully me a lot. Like I would have, you know, he was an asshole, but he was definitely a strong dude. And he, he played football. He was a tight end and a linebacker who's on the team. He was a beast. Um, but he's also a guy that like shot people in the lockers. Not me because I was big too, but he was still a bully towards me, you know. Um, but that guy would have did really well in like a combat sport, I think. You know, like that, that one dude. Just that, that the one, you know, I'm sure you guys have had that experience. I mean, this is 20 years ago, right? But I always remember that guy. He's this big, strong guy. He's a huge prick, though. But, uh, I mean, he would have been, a, he probably would have been a pretty good wrestler or, or a fighter. 
um, Toys R Us is Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, we haven't been Canada. And so what happened is they actually like brought in HMV. HMV is like this music shop. They used to have HMV in Canada as a standalone thing. Anyways, Toys R Us has recently brought it in. It's actually funny. I messaged my, my our good friend Aaron Bronster, a good friend of the show here. Um, you guys know I'm an MMA reporter. He's huge into like vinyl music. So I, I sent him a message a few weeks ago. I'm like, yo, there's a bunch of vinyls. You should go check them out. I don't know if he did, but he's huge in like vinyl collecting, crate digging, they call it. So uh, would you guys put your children in MMA class in school? So my daughter's two right now. I would like for her to, to start doing some martial arts. As you guys know, I'm separated. So this isn't like my decision to make, unfortunately. Um, I'm hoping to convince my ex that we could put her in some sort of martial art at some point right now she's so young she's only two so i don't think it's necessary but i'd like to get her started like even some jujitsu or some muay thai i think she'd have fun it's just you know she's so cute and stuff too i don't want her to like break her nose or anything like that or stub her toes cute little bastard i love her so much man she's so cute jamie have a good christmas yourself my friend appreciate it let's go to the next fight here this is the last fight for 300 yuri prohaska versus alexander rockage I mean, I like Yuri, guys. I do like Yuri to fight. Rakish hasn't fought in two years. I like Rakish as a fighter. I just think the line's wrong here. You have the former champ, a guy who had, what, like a 12-fight win streak? He loses to Pereira, and all of a sudden, he's an underdog and open. That line was wrong. And again, it was a soft line because bet online usually opens the odds, right? And even um, Adam uh, at bet online, and, and I like Adam a lot. He's, he's a good dude. Sometimes he doesn't open the, the, the odds the best, and they get, like, flipped pretty quick but the thing is like what they do is like they just take so, like like low openers i think it's like 500 bucks so th if they get a few sharps coming in at 500 bucks he'll know to flip the line quickly right with DraftKings, like i don't know what their limit is in openers i'm assuming it's, it's higher they probably got some pretty big bets coming in on yuri and they, they were forced to flip the line but they if they had um, already seen like a bet online or another one of these like Ben Wine's a pretty big book, but you know what i mean like a, a, like an offshore book open it up they could they would have known to have opened yuri or this fight, it's a pick at least, or if not, Yuri is the favorite. Because I just think fundamentally it was wrong. It's just, it's one of those misprints. Like, you always want to look for that, guys. Like, I talked about this um, recently. What was that fight? Trey Ogden versus Nicholas Mata. It was like a month ago, right? I said, this, the line is wrong. It should be the other way around. Trey Ogden's the better fighter. He should be a favorite in this fight. And he dominated that fight. It was a no contest, which was one of the worst beats of the year. It was fucking bullshit. It was a no contest. But th that was a great example of a fight that the odds were clearly wrong. And 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 you saw a play out of the fight. Get some more comments. Uh, Yuri was out. Alex was the Loki early stoppage. A little bit. I mean, we know Goddard kind of tends to stop fights earlier than later. So it is what it is. Yuri, of course, Merry Christmas out of the whole community. Glad to have you here, brother. You too, man. Definitely think this won't be the main card. I agree with that. But like at the same time, I mean, it, it, it's still a you know former champ. And then then again, Sterling is too. I don't know if these will be main card fights. I really don't know. Marcel wants to come on. So I'm going to send him the link. Let's get him on. Uh, da, 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 da. Marcel in here. Changed his mind, I guess, man. I guess he saw my Christmas outfit with uh, Rudolph. See, so guys, I got uh, Mola. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see it. Got my. Uh, oh, you can't. There it is. <laughs> there I am. <laughs> there I am, guys. I love Christmas, man. It's awesome. Chris, what's up, brother? Just saw your comment. Um, you're struggling. It's an older. Struggle grappling against the old Glover, only struggling against Rakic. I mean, he submitted Glover, though. So, did he really struggle that bad? I actually felt like in that fight, he was getting beat up on the feet more, right? There was, like, multiple points in that fight where he was getting tagged. And I'm like, holy shit, he's going to get knocked on by Glover. But then he submitted him. So, I don't know if I completely agree with that. I mean, there was definitely some times where he got taken down, as we know. But he did pretty well in that fight, man. To submit Glover to share a guy who's really difficult to submit, obviously, is, is pretty fucking impressive, regardless of how it happened. 
We'll have such big expectations that 300 must be a letdown. Possibly. I mean, I really don't know. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's go to the next fight. Blanchfield versus Firo. I like Blanchfield in this fight, guys. You know, I'm still not sold on Menon. Like, she's good, but I still think, you know, and again, I'm 35 and she's 30. She's going to be 34 next year. It's just, she's kind of coming into her own a little bit later in the career, whereas Blanchfield's like 24. 24. And she's a fucking monster on the ground. There's 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 Marcel. What's up, brother? What's up, man? You decided, you decided to join us. You changed your mind. <laughs> nah, man. I didn't know if I could make it, you know. And then I saw you on, but uh, I had to I had to go to the toilet first. But <laughs> here I am. Oh man, no wonder you're like you're probably on there for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> how long can you how long can you stay today? Um I mean, how long were you, what did what did I was you just want thinking, to do? like, we could just, we could do the, we could do the award show right after this if you want. Like, I have it set up if you want to do it for like 20 minutes afterward. Do you want to do that? Yeah, we can do it for 15, 20 minutes. That's okay. Sure. Let's do, okay, let's get through the fight announcements and then we'll do the award show. There you go, guys. You got a bonus, a bonus podcast today. Just because Marcel is here, we're going to finish the fight announcements and then we're going to jump into the award show. How about that, Marcel? Sounds fucking good. Yeah, it's okay, man, for sure. Look at that, man. How was your shit, by the way? Was it good? <laughs> <laughs> kind of painful, but let's not talk about it. <laughs> um, is the main on fight is that a main event or is that cool? Main? So, the thing is, like with this one, um, Dana announced it, but he didn't say if it was the main event. Then ESPN puts it out as the main event. So, I do some background search to, uh, but the fighters didn't even know, man. They were in talks for that fight, but I got told it wasn't even signed yet. So, they have no idea if it's the main event or not. And Dana didn't mention it on the UFC website. Has it listed, but not as the main event. And also ESPN said it was the main event, but they don't have it listed as the main event. So I don't know. I still I th I still think they want to have uh, that Sean Brady fight against um against at Vicente Luca, I think. I think they're looking for that as the main event, probably. This probably oh, the really? co-main. Yeah, yeah okay. that's pro this one probably the co-main event. Although I think this should be a main event, and if not, they should make this five rounds. You know what I mean? So oh, it should be like I'm I'm by the way, it seems like they're doing more of these like five round chromium events. I'm all for it. I'm all for that, by the way. I know you like it too, right? Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. And definitely if it's a fight that's it has title implications, you know what I mean? Is the Mexico card is it is Moreno the main event or is it yeah? Jair? So the thing with that one is supposed to be Jair Ortega as the main event, but now it's Moreno Albazi, and I think the reason why. Because when the seasonal presser was, they announced Moreno Albazi, but it wasn't also announced as the main event. You know, it was announced as as one of as a five round fight. But the thing is that I've heard that Ortega hasn't signed yet against Rodriguez. You know, and the UFC wanted to announce the fight, so to be safe, they have announced Moreno Albazi as the main event because both guys have signed and that fight is set. You know what I mean? And with Rodriguez Ortega, I think I heard about that fight a month ago. You know what I mean? And I mean Rodriguez signed. I know, but. I don't know if Ortega signed now, but it, it took some time. And I think that's why the UFC was like, fuck it, you know, both both fights can be main events, in our opinion. So let's make the fight the main event that's already signed by both sides. So we're not like, get fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's get some more comments here. Um, Blanchard sub-submission. I kind of agree with that. You lean towards Manon? I, I like I like Aaron in this fight. I, I know you like Aaron. I don't have to ask you. Yeah. You know, always know. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, Marcel. There you go from Beardshire. Thank you, man. Merry Christmas. You guys do a champion in the 2024 podcast. Yeah, we'll do it. I'm thinking next week, Marcel, because someone at Sign Collectible said like we should look, we should do the prediction show because we did that the last couple of years. So yeah. maybe you could do that if you want next week, though. I don't want to do that today. I haven't thought sure. about it yet, <laughs> to sure. be fair. 
uh, why uh, why UFC announces fight full time? Just puts pressure on the guys to agree to the fight. That's pretty much what it is. Antoine, what's up, brother? Merry Christmas, man. Uh, it's actually it's actually funny, right? Dana's always like complaining that people announce a fight before they are signed, and, they now, do it and, and he fucking announces seven fights like three days ago, and six of them weren't even signed. So, oh, I mean, really? They, they weren't even signed those fights. No, that's crazy. Because I, I actually I cannot say who, but I actually actually talked to a fighter, and yeah. I was like. I was like, you motherfucker, right? Didn't you tell me about this fight? He's like, I haven't even signed it yet, man. I got told about it. And I was like, I never turned a fight down, you know? And he's like, uh, then it got announced. I was surprised that it got announced, actually. So That's funny. Aaron Mino is a good fight. I'm like, just guy this Calvillo. That was probably like that one and Aspen Lavers, Norwood Dumont were the worst main events, I think, in the Apex. Norwood Dumont and Aspen Lavers, one of the worst fights like for a five-round fight ever. Terrible. I love this fight, and I'm a contender for it. It's a good fight. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Five-round Kumi events, perfect way to get title prospects. Exactly. Experience. Yeah, I love them. I love them. It just makes sense. Marcel, give us one three hundred. Actually, I mean, let's, let's be fair. He did kind of give us Yuri and Rakic last week. You couldn't yeah. say it, but you saw it. Fucking look at his face. It looked like he was holding his shit in. You knew. He was... <laughs> I knew about that fight. Because I, yeah. I, I, told, I told Adam, but I really couldn't say it. I, I, I promise not to tell anybody. Do you have anything else, though? Do you have anything you can give us a hint? I, I have nothing right now. I, I literally nothing. I know a few about the Mexico card, but it's not for me to to post. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah my school. Sure. I don't, I know, those I are not those are not big fights. Specific. Yeah. So, um, let me ask you something. Uh, do you think it's a lock? Jim Miller's on the card. Is that fair to say? If he doesn't get injured during the January card against Benitez, of course, yeah. Because that's why I'm surprised they're doing that fight in a couple of weeks. I, 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 th I think Jim wants to be active, you know what I mean? I think that's the main main reason because, like he said, he feels the best he ever felt, you know, because of that Lyme disease he had before. Yeah. And yeah. now he's like, I feel if I feel actually good, let me fight. You know, I don't want to sure. don't want to fucking wait. So I understand, you know, and uh, let's hope uh, he doesn't get injured because that would be great if he's at 300. And you can match him up with Paul Felder, with Clay Guida. That's, that's I don't what care, I was thinking. Know? Like, one of those guys. Like, I said yeah. Clay Guida, I think, last week. But I'm thinking yeah. Paul Felder makes sense because he's supposed to come back, put them against each other. They're, uh, they're both, aren't they? Well, Felder's from Philly, I think. But yeah. you've got a Philly versus Jersey guy. It's kind of, like, you know, a good fight, I think. And, and Felder hasn't fought in, like, three years now. So even though he's younger, it's, he's not that much younger, really, Paul. Do you guys think Brian's a bigger star in Mexico than Yair or Brian? Um, I think so. I mean, he's a former champion, right? Like former multi-time champion, right? I, I would say so. I think that's why they're going to do him as the main event. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah I, I think so, definitely. Why don't you guys have a sports betting sponsor should make it happen? Well, to be fair, I mean, we are an ML director of our call. Yeah. We do get paid a little bit. It's not like amazing, but, you know, it's something. Um, it would be cool to have like one of those sites like sponsors, like a FanDuel or DraftKings. I don't see it happening, though. But, yeah, I mean – um, it's a good it's a good thought, Beardshire. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll take any Beardshire. You want if you want to sponsor us, you can throw us some money too. I'll take your money. <laughs> and I'm Marcel. I'll take it too. Diego Lopez is awesome. He'll be on that card in Mexico, 100, right? Like, I, I mean, do, do you know what? Fight? I hope so. Have you heard? He's going to be on no. The card, he doesn't have anything right now. But that's I hope crazy. So. How could he not? They have to put him on the card. I, even that. I, I I messaged him the the other day, like I think four days ago, because some idiot on uh, on Twitter who impersonated me. Put out Diego Lopez against Dan Eager, which wasn't true. Yeah. So I, I messaged him. I was like, dude, um, this is not me, by the way. He's like, yeah, no problem. I see it. It's like, okay, cool. So then another, other somebody, I can't say the name, is like, dude, I got so many messages about this fight because of your fake account. It's like, yeah, I don't know. And that dude has now changed his name back to his, uh, I don't know what's his name again, but I showed it to Adam. But yeah. uh, that dude actually, he blocked me and he impersonates me. Weirdo, man. <laughs> 
A lot of fucking weirdos out there, man, on the internet, that's for sure. All right, uh, is Bo the first fight of the night? Yeah, that's what a, a certain account said. I don't know, but I I feel like they probably put him again as a pay-per-view opener, you know? Why They did it the first time, the second time, so they likely do it the third time as well, you know? Yeah. Marcel, who do you see me, if any, if not Connor? I, I tell you, too. You think it's yeah, possible? I think uh, if Connor doesn't headline, the card will might probably be bigger. Because the, the Connor doesn't want to share any pay-per-view points, right? So if mm-hmm. you have Connor, for example, in the main event, you have chance maybe to do the a, a women fight as the co-main event. You know what I mean? And uh, they probably hype it up with a lot of uh, well-known names, but for the casual fans, I think you know. And yeah. if Connor isn't on the card, you can do three title fights with people getting pay-per-view points, like a sample Pereira against Hill, even fucking Pereira against Adesanya three for a light heavyweight title is a possibility, I think, you know. Um, you can you can go so many ways. It, it kind of depends. Uh, it kind of depends what the main event is, pretty much. You know what I mean? If Connor is the main event, I don't think we get an amazing... We can still get high-level fights on the card, but we don't get, like, big title fights. Remember, the last time Connor shared title fights on the card was 205, you know, in New York. Mm-hmm. After that, Connor headlined, and there was never a title fight under him on a card, you know, so... Yeah, that's how I th- how I see it. You know, Miller versus Tony double retirement fight. I don't think Tony should fight in the UFC anymore. Has he been? He hasn't been released yet. I guess technically, no, but. he hasn't. And I think the UFC doesn't want to release him out of respect. But yeah. man, it's it's you know, I, and and I hate to say it because I know Tony absolutely hates it when people say he has to quit, you know, or he has to stop, he has to retire. But man. I don't want to see Tony get beat up by people he would have walked through like four or five years ago. You know what I mean? I so, agree. yeah. Um, Nico Craig. Yeah, I someone. Uh, I think I can't remember who. Uh, someone in the chat earlier said it should have been Malcolm. Was it Potter? I think Malcoon versus Bo Nickel. That would have been the harder fight. I think, right? Honestly, I think you should. Uh, why? Why do you don't do Nickel against somebody uh, around the top fifteen? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now it's like, listen, Brundage. Brundus is a guy who is like, he. if you hear people talking about him in the gym, everybody says he's amazing, you know? Yeah, I know. And, and Brundage ain't bad, but he has a problem to find the switch sometimes in the in the cage, you know? Mm-hmm. When he mm-hmm. finds the switch, he's super competitive and he's mm-hmm. good, but if he doesn't find it, like in the Dumas fight, you know, mm-hmm. then he, he looks not good, you know what I mean? So, and that's what the, I think the UFC is like, he's on a two-fight win streak now with the DQ and that slam, you know? Let's put him against Nickel, you know? But I feel like Nickel should fight, uh, should fight actually guys who... Who he, who he won't be a, a minus 800 favorite against. You know what I mean? Well, he's minus 1350 right now. Yeah, I mean, that's, we all know he's going to win. That's the thing. Yeah. That's why I don't like the fight. Cody's got a chance in the first round. But that's yeah, definitely. Grasso, Shepteco, three, UFC 300. I thought they would do that mess, uh, that sphere card, I think. They're going to – is, is Shepteco ready to go? Like, is she... I, I, I think they're even talking about Grasso against Zhang for flyweight. But I, I would be like mm. – yeah, I – I'm not really feeling that one to be really honest. You know what I mean? So I want yeah. to see I wanted to see Grasso against Blindsfield, and if not Grasso against Manoff Euro, but they're gonna do Shevchenko, which I can understand, you know. But still it's like, and when, you know, I hope soon. And by the way, shout out to Alexa Grasso, man. She won three world MMA fighter fighting awards, man. Yeah. That's amazing. And deserve we'll, we'll talk about her in a few minutes because we'll yeah. do the we'll do the, the award show. Yeah. Well, bonus podcast right after this. <laughs> um Connor Patty, no, <laughs> no. 
I think I think Connor even wins that fight, even though Patty. I just don't think Patty's that good, even though he's been active. Uh, Nickel destroys Bernie too. Like, I mean, I thought he were to get a top fifteen. I think Marcel agrees. Everyone in the UFC announced Magni Dos Santos and the Santos didn't sign. They punched with Lee months later. Don't remember, but I mean, it sounds sounds accurate. Nick will be my styles against the champ. You think he'd be my styles against who's a champion at 185? Okay, oh, Strickland. He, you know what? He would be favored against Strickland. I will say that he would be, you know, despite Strickland being the champ and being so experienced. I do think Nickel would be favored, and he'd probably be favored in Streakus too. He'd be favored against everyone, you know, he would. My styles is kind of heavy, but he would be favored. I'm not, I don't think you're wrong by that at all. I was not ready for competitions. Last two points were short notice. There'll be Jay Pickett. That's the other thing, though. Like, he just you can't just throw him in the title fight. He only has five fights. He has to beat some people. Like look along, some of these guys have to wait to fight for a belt. Like Drikas has won six straight fights, and now he's getting the, the title shot. Right, you can't just throw him in there. Even though I agree, no. he would be favored. You know what it is, Adam. I mean, we're in the UFC, right? We're not an LFA, so I'm not really into building up prospects in the UFC. You know, if you want to build up your prospect, fucking let him fight an LFA. But the UFC is kind of like, uh, 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 well, not not consequent with it. You know. Certain people get thrown into the lines, then you know, from the first fight till the fifth fight. And some people get like kind of layups, you know what I mean? Because they see something in them. It's what they did with Sean O'Malley as well, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Not a big fan of it, you know what I mean? I feel like you, if you have to climb to the top, you have to go through the, to the top. Uh, through the top, I should say, not to the you have to go through the top to be at the top, in my opinion. You know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, the UFC thinks differently about it, and that's why they are the promoters, and I'm not. So, yeah, no, no doubt about that. Um, all right, let me see here. Some other comments, you'd be fair against Jeremiah, probably too. I mean, he'd probably be fair against everyone. I'm not, I don't think you're wrong. Would you favor Grosso against Manel? Um, I, I would favor five. I right. would favor Grasso against Monon and would favor Aaron against Grasso. I agree. Rolls team Strickland DDP. Yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really good fight. I, I don't know who I'm gonna pick yet. That's a kind of a tough one. I, I guess I've said I'm leaning Drakus. I, I mean, I, I think, but I don't know. I mean, Strickland's in best form of his career, so it's tough. I think Tony would have beaten Rick Glenn po possibly. That's kind of the kind of fight he could win, right? It's possible. Michael, what's up, man? <laughs> Michael Bay, <laughs> the director of Armageddon. Main card, uh, McGregor, Chandler, Poirier, Diaz, Cruz, Cody, Maslow, Nick. That's not going to happen. Greenfelder. Greenfelder makes sense. Go ahead. Maybe they do like the the, the BMF title with uh, Gaethje against Holloway. Yeah, I talked yeah. about that earlier today. I think it makes sense, right? Doesn't yeah. it make sense? Yeah, definitely with Volkanovski fighting to Puria, You know, Holloway has nothing there. Um, it looks like Islam is not going to fight soon, you know. So Volkanovski makes sense, you know. And yeah, that's what I think, you know. I agree. Uh, a couple other comments here. Strickland's worst champion history skills was. I don't agree with this at all. I mean, I just say that right now. Like his boxing's really good. We we know he's got good boxing, and his cardio is amazing too. I don't know if that's a skill necessarily, but the boxing's good. The boxing's I, really I, good. I think cardio is a skill as well. You know, I think cardio sure. is trainable. You know what I mean? And if you hear that Strickland yeah. only spars and goes hard, I think it's a skill. If you see how many how many guys lacking cardio, I mean. <laughs> Look at myself, dude. I'm already like, uh, I'm already fucked when I have to. Uh, I went to like uh, downtown to uh, to get my mom a present for Christmas and I had to cycle. I hadn't cycled in a long time because normally I cycle every day as a mailman, you know? Yep. yep. And uh, now I had to cycle like uh, to a mountain pretty much. You're dude, a bastard. Eh? Dude, after two days, I still had 
pain in my legs, you know, from that one. And I wouldn't have that normally. So, <laughs> yeah, Marcel versus the stairs. That sucks <laughs> as well if you have many stairs. But, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we're we're going to do another show in just a few minutes. We'll just go through our, our, our awards quickly. I was thinking, actually, we might as well do it today, and we'll do the predictions next week or something like that. Yeah. Wrestling match is six minutes long. What happens to both? Too long to, I don't know. I, I'm sure he'll be fine. Though. I mean, he's a, a fucking amazing athlete, guys. His yeah. cardio will be fine. I'm not worried about his cardio. If you can't see Strickland's elite defense, I mean, I think his defense is his jab, his boxing in general, and his cardio. Those were his, it's actually pretty amazing, like how far he's gotten with basically good, good fundamental boxing and good cardio. So, your hard work, Marcel. Never let Adam tell you tell you're not seeing you. Adam. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I will say this though, Antoine. Like hard work gets you far in life, but it doesn't get you like you know everything you want to. You need a little bit of luck. You know, that's something I found in life. You need a little bit of luck. Um, I agree with this comment too. Drink only water. I, I agree completely with this because, like, this is something I'm going to try to do for 2024. I don't drink that much like pop or anything like that, or, or even like sugary drinks, but I do drink a little bit, and it's just extra calories, right? I just I prefer like an iced tea or an apple juice, yeah. but it's extra calories. So I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight for next year. Really, it's it's for me, but it's also just because I have a daughter and I want to like the longer I live my life, the longer she'll have a dad. So you know that that's kind of my motivation right now. Um, Anyways, a couple other comments here. Gamrod RDA. I mean, we both talked about this last week. I think we both think Gamrod just dominates this fight. I don't even understand this fight at all. Just stupid fight. Gaethje and his team duck wrestlers. We all know that they don't want to fight Armand or any of those guys. Um, let's go through a few other fight announcements. There's a couple more. Waiter Costa. I, I like Waiter from this fight. Do you like him too? Yeah, of course, man. Listen, man. Everybody is like, everybody thinks Costa is funny for some reason, man. I got really bored. You know, he's 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 a, he's an okay fighter, but he he's just annoying to me. You know, on Twitter, mm -hmm. you know, it's like. Uh, yeah. I, by the way, it's right this time when people ask him that you actually signed this time. He's like, no, I haven't signed. No, the fight isn't signed. So he is right this time. But uh, it's just like, dude. Some listen in the beginning, I thought it was kind of funny, but certain moment is like yeah okay you know it's a little bit like and maybe i'm getting old you know maybe i'm getting old that i don't like those kind of goofy shit you know what i mean i think i'm just thinking i'm getting old that's it you know yeah and some people would chat don't think a fight would happen it, it, i mean i don't trust costa to make it to a fight either I, I honestly if he pulls out another fight they should just cut his ass I'm just tired of this guy, myself. I, I, I don't understand what the popularity is from him. Like, what's so also, good about this guy? Yeah, also, if you look, his best win is, is, is like fucking Joel Romero and uh, uh, maybe Luke Rockle and Johnny Hendricks, but there's both like on the decline, you know? Johnny Hendricks on the decline, Joel Romero was like mm -hmm. one one few feet foot out of it's the like company. 45 years old. Yeah, and like Luke Rockle on the decline. And that so, fight was really bad, too. That was, yeah. That was, I don't know that, how that, it went fight of the night. Like a fucking like, fight of the night, man. How? I mean, how? Yeah, exactly. How? So and, how. And, and and he on purpose missed weight against Vittori. Yes, I remember. Two fight twenty pounds heavy at fight week. That was a joke. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I I don't understand why this guy is so popular. You know, he, I don't he, I don't uh, get it either. In the beginning, I, I understand it because I yeah. thought he he was really uh, he thought he I thought he was fun to watch. You know, but uh, the guys bore me the fuck out. You know, I I, I think Whitaker wins here. You know. Yair and Briar pick of the rematch. I picked uh, Yair the first fight. He won kind of by a few fashion. I'm going to pick him again, though, especially in Mexico. Um, you like him, too? It's a, it's a rematch nobody asked for. It was actually funny that the UFC posted, like, the rematch everybody asked for. It's like, I don't know these people. You know what I mean? Um, the thing is, like, Ortega has been away for such a long time, you know, that, that we don't know. And listen, if you ask me, 
I think Ortega is a much harder, much more of a threat than Jair is to Ortega, you know, for some reason, you know. But at the same time, Jair has been busy. Ortega hasn't been busy. So that's a difficult thing here. And the first fight kind of like a fluke to me. Many people said it wasn't a fluke, you know, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I have to think about this one. Um, one more here. Semelsberger Parsons. This is short notice. I think James Lynch broke the fight. Yeah. Semelsberger wins this fight, I think. I, I would favor him. Although, I mean, he's inconsistent too, right? I said to James Lynch in the Discord, so you're a fight announcement breaker now. He's going to take your job, man. He's going to take your job. <laughs> yeah, great, great breaking from uh, from James, man. And then this guy, Robert Pritchett, what, who, he's KSW or who is he? Um, I think he signed earlier this year with the USC. He was supposed to, supposed to fight Jacob Malkoon, right, on short notice, but that fight didn't went through, and Jacob Malkoon fought somebody else instead. Oh, they fought Cody Brundage instead, right? Oh, he's um, in Octagon, actually. He's 33 years old. He's 33, yeah. so Octagon's won five straight fights. I don't really know. I, no, I don't mean, really know much about him at all. I was just happy to find a good picture of his that matched the other. <laughs> yeah, he fought he fought that Leonard Leandro Silva guy, that guy they used to fight UFC and lost to him. Yeah. He lost to Sadabusi too. I, I just don't know who this guy is, and I'm not sure why he's in the UFC, but they must see something. I don't know. You never know though. Sometimes like it's just because the manager gets him in. Anyways, yeah. uh, Darian should be favored here because he actually has experience, but Darian has just not been great either, right? So <sighs> and then this one, I, I mean, this Guskov guy I think is terrible personally. Um I'm, Pauga should win this fight, right? Yeah, maybe. I, the thing is, like, Guskov lost to Uzdemir, you know? And sure. Uzdemir is still, like, a level above Pauga, I think, you know? And Pauga kind of disappointed me so far, dude, in the UFC. I mean, he got that win over over um, Jordan Wright, I think. But he, he got knocked out against Mohamed Usman, and he lost to Bukowskis in a close fight. Um Difficult, man. I, I would say Pauga likely wins the fight, but I mean, Guskov can maybe do do damage. You know, you never know. The thing is, like the fights he had before this one in the UFC are are against people I don't really familiar with. You know what I mean? So it's hard to measure. All right, and then is that it? Oh, this guy Balaki Balaji Oki versus Demir Hadzovic. I thought Demir was cut. I didn't even know he was in the roster anymore. To be honest with you, I think so, Oki wins. Right. The fu the funny thing is like this fight was on the UFC board for three for February third with the Nelk boys, so uh, I've reached out to both guys. It's like, do you have this fight lined up? And they're both like, no, we haven't heard about this one. It's like, oh okay. It's like, how glad that you heard about it. So I told them it's like it was on the UFC board. That's why I tried to check. It's like, no, we haven't heard about it. And then like two weeks later, it's announced. They are like, yeah, we heard about it later, but we didn't knew it when you asked us. It's like, okay. So the UFC was thinking about making that fight, but they didn't uh, put out the how do you say that the the, the request to the fighters. You know what I mean? So uh, and now it's done. So uh, that's actually on the main card, man. This one. So. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Well, I think I mean this Oki guy. He's a Belgium guy, right? I think he's good. Think yeah, he's yeah. Really he's good. from he's from Belgium. He's also uh, training sometimes with uh, Rico Verhoeven. He's trained nice. and with Tom Aspinall, and uh, now he's training with uh, Jarno Aarons. Uh, well, you can see also... from the striking. I mean, with with uh, with Rico. I mean, there's no doubt this guy's striking is like that combination he landed. I can't remember who he fought, but on the contender. The oh, combination the, man to the body Dylan, shots. That was amazing. Remember Dylan Salvador actually kickboxer he fought. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And then Val Woodburn and Oban Elliott. Yeah, Val Woodburn, he's dropping down the weight again. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I mean, I don't think Elliott's that good. He was getting his ass kicked in that fight and somehow won on yeah. that contender. But this good one, good I don't team. even have a lean in at all. I don't care about this fight very much. Rina Nakamura was pretty. He stand. I mean, Rina should win, right? 
Yeah, but we cannot underestimate Brady, you know. No, I don't. I mean, I had him against what was the guy's name? Um, Carol Dunham. Yeah, and then I had him in that survivor pool. James is uh, Discord yeah. <laughs> comes back with about thirty seconds left, and we talked about that already. So that's done. Ah, okay, great choice. All right, yeah. cool. All right, let's 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 end the podcast here, Marcel. I think it's a good spot to end it. So we'll end this one, then we'll we'll come back in a few minutes, guys. We'll do a year-end rewards recap. We'll just well, that will be short too, fifty minutes. You know, it's okay. Sunday. It's, it's day before Christmas, so. Appreciate you jumping in, Marcel. Short notice. Appreciate you guys joining the short notice. I'm going to start a new podcast in just a minute here, guys. We'll do the year end rewards recap. We'll talk to you guys in a bit.